Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh, yeah, Socrates. The only true wisdom consists in knowing that you know nothing. That's us, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's bag him. Yeah. How's it going? I'm Bill. This is Ted. We're from the future. Socrates. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted. And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah! Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Extra Adventure, one Socrates, minute at a time. I'm your host, John Esprit Esquire. Um, with me as always, who we got? Rocky Theodore Logan. And the Royal Ugly Dude. Royal Ugly? That seems like a repetitive intro. It what? does. What? The Socrates? No, that was the Socrates Minute, now this is Socrates Minute. So. Are you Greek? It's, yeah, it's more like a like an Italian stereotype. Type of it? a, yeah. Italian stereotype of a Greek person. Yeah. I like a pizza. Oh, I do want the Socrates with that. Oh, they're good. They're good. Have a Socrates. That's a spicy meatball. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to say that, right? Um, well, you can make fun of Italians all you want. Yeah, yeah I know. Seriously, get over it already. Yeah. yeah. Dude count, 33. That's us, dude, he says. Uh, Ted says that. Ted says that, dude. Uh, right, yeah, where they talk about how stupid they are, yeah, they exactly. are nothing. Uh, which is a, a monumental Socratic, like, that's his entire don't jump basis. Ahead, dude. All right, begin, the, the minute begins with Bill quoting Socrates and ends with, uh, with us learning a third pronunciation of Socrates. So- Socrates, Socrates, and Socrates. We have all three now. We have three pronunciations of this name. I'm sticking with Socrates. If I refer to him later in this movie, it's going to be Socrates. He's Socrates to me. All right, he always will be. So the only true wisdom is knowing. The only true wisdom is in knowing that you uh, know nothing. Ah, uh, you just skipped ahead a minute. That's this literally what Bill says. He reads it out of the book. That's this minute. That's not next minute. The but we haven't even talked about who Socrates. We mentioned the Socratic method. We haven't talked about who Socrates is yet. We haven't gotten to them defining the, and then their own. We have right. When that line is uttered, we have not met Socrates yet. In, uh, Ted says, that's us, dude. Is that accurate or is that not that's accurate? That's accurate. But are they aware that they know nothing? They are aware of that, right? Clearly. Well, then, well, then, then there is brilliant Socrates, because that is his essential. Socrates goes to the Oracle of Delphi, I believe, or whatever oracle. No, that's right. That's the big oracle. Yeah. And they say, oh, Socrates, you are the most brilliant in the world. He says, that can't be true, because I know nothing. All right. Hold on. Oracles will never be that definitive, all right? So he asks, is there anyone wiser than Socrates? His friend asks this, right? Right. His friend says, is there anyone wiser than Socrates? And the oracle says, none. Or, right. Who is wiser than Socrates? None. All right, so oracles will never give definitive statements. They're always in riddle, raps in riddles, and all right. that Right, but then Socrates says, well, that can't be true because I know nothing. Exactly. Then he goes and talks to the wisest and learned people of the world, and they all feel they know so much shit. They're the smartest people in the world. And he realizes, wait, I am the wisest because all these people think they know everything, whereas I know nothing, and I'm smarter than them. And he realizes he is the smartest person in the world. I, I don't know that he ever said, realized he was the smartest person in the world. Yeah, I don't think he has that kind of hubris. But he definitely realized they were full of shit. 
So do you think it's a it's an anecdote in humility? Of course, absolutely, hundred percent. Yes, he's a he would be uh hum uh, uh unprideful. What's a, uh, what's the what's the opposite of pride? Unpride. I think you're unpride. Modesty is what I'm yeah. looking for. Right? Isn't a pride a group of lions? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, the word I'm looking for is modesty. All right. Yeah, yeah, he's modest, hum, humble. Yeah, but humble. But he's not a modest man. He obviously knows a lot of shit about himself. We just had to tear other people down. We talked about the Socratic method a while back. Right. Just, yeah, somebody makes a definitive statement and you kind of poke holes in it. And all that's all he assumes. It's all he basically. I've actually. In learning about Socrates, all he is is a fucking neb. He's just a fucking guy that picks holes in your shit and wants to be an asshole about stuff. So he's that teacher you hate. Yeah, he's that teacher you hate, and he's the guy like, oh, well, if you think this, why not this? And if you say this, why not this? That's all he is. I like your gestures, though, although the audience can't see, see them. But my yeah. hand, yeah, they they are quite. Yeah, your hands are going <laughs> up. Your chest <laughs> is puffing out. out. Yeah, but that's all he really does. And again, is he even real, Socrates? Do we know that he's real? Uh, right here. Yeah. He's real. Look at him. I can yeah. see him. But, but the, the funny part is, the only thing, two things we actually know about Socrates is, is how ugly he is. Fat. He's fat and ugly. He's fat, ugly and ugly. Toga, gray hair. That's and he's I... smart. Like, like, that's it. You know that he's ugly and smart. And if you look at his bust and whatever museum <laughs> in Rome. His bust? Yeah, well, his facial bust. You go uh, right to Rome, not Athens. Like, you go right to Rome. It's all roads lead to Rome with you, isn't it? Well, there would be no... Like, again, if it weren't for Rome, there Athens would be a, a dust... A dust... Whatever. A dust heap in history. It would be forgotten. It'd be gone. Perhaps, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe the Persians would have uh, celebrated them. Uh, I seriously doubt it. Have you seen the way the Persians have gone these years? History is written by the winners, <laughs> and the Romans were the winners. And it goes back. If it weren't for the Romans, the Greeks would be forgotten. Perhaps it's a bold statement. So um, well, I don't know. If man, you're not Italian. I find, if you're, I find if a, you're a German infidel who just wants to raid and destroy. Sig hi. <laughs> I don't know, man. Charlemagne, he was a German, you know? I mean, he was a Frenchman. Yeah, but there was, there was this thinner distinction at the time. So they built empires. You know, the Frankish Empire was... Charlemagne, you want to get into... Ah, oh my gosh. Now, we're doing Catholicism now, so you're, you're entering into my, my realm. But there was a second pope under Charlemagne. We got the Knights Templar. We have a whole world of intrigue. Delving, which has nothing to do with ancient Greece, which would have been an ash heap on history had not the Romans rose to prominence. By the way, Charlemagne is supposed to be in this movie. Charlie Magni, that was the pronunciation that Bill and Ted went with, but they cut him out. Him and somebody else, I forget who, I have to look it up. But Charlie Magni was going to be in the movie uh, at some point. That would have been a, I don't know about him. He wouldn't have fit in well. So we, we meet Socrates... And then in this minute, we mean Socrates in this minute. Yeah, right, yeah, Socrates. So he's born in what four sixty nine. So does he? He's fifty nine or four forty nine. Fifty nine. He's like sixty one. Right? He's fifty nine, dude. In this in this minute, it's four ten. Oh yeah, you're one. Yeah, it'd be fifty one. Wait, 69. what? No. 
I can't do math. What's well, 69? 69 minus 10 is 59. He's 59, dude. He'd be 59, dude, in this minute. And he looks old. He looks, he looks about 59. I well, as we already said, people in the 80s looked older. How do you think people looked old in the BC? 59 is pretty old for BC. I'll give you that. Like, and he lives till 71 in BC. Does, oh, yeah, 399. He was charged with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And how was he killed? Uh, he, he ate hemlock himself, man. Yeah, he took the poison. And why did he take the poison? Because he was a sucker for the state. He loved it. Thought uh, they were righteous. No, I think it's. I think that's a that's a simplistic view of this whole. It, was that sucker. a suicidal? Yeah, he knew that if he oh he had people run Socrates. We'll go to Sparta because what he started to do was what's he could have got out. Well, he could have got out. With that, what's Athens known for? Democracy. Right. Anal and sex. He, <laughs> well. I knew the Greek jokes were coming. <laughs> but democracy is the But we were then going to leave that. Yeah, so the democracy, he started poking holes at as being the best form of government. Why did he poke holes at it? Because all he is is a contrarian. If you say the sky is blue, he'll say it's green because you know nothing. If democracy is the best thing, I kind of agree with him. Democracy is not the best form of government. It's two, uh, it's two sheep's voting uh, that the uh, two wolves voting that the sheep's for dinner. Yeah, it's right. It's not, not great. The the uh, if you're going to treat if you're going to speak in philosophic terms and philosophic generality, an altruistic king is your best form of democracy. Well, that's not... I mean, government, not democracy. Right? I'm sorry, right. Your best form of government. There are libertarians who think that monarchy is better than... With an, al- with an altruistic monarchy. You can't have Louis Fourteenth. that's being... Not necessarily altruistic, but more like that they have a vested interest to hand their kids a better kingdom than they, they were... They but got. you have you have to be you you again you Whereas can't you can't be so you're taking quite a leap of faith with that right you can't be Louis the Fourteenth you can't be Caligula you have to whoa, be whoa, whoa, whoa. Louis the Fourteenth was not a bad king the Sun King man he was good he is the state you know? what about Edward yeah. the Eighth <laughs> I don't know who he is what did he do he abdicated the throne uh, after less than a year uh, the guy yeah. who uh, the the King's speech that yeah, guy? yeah 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 is yeah. that the guy. He, he left it to go find an American that had been divorced three times. and Marge Simpson? Or was her name yeah. Simpson? Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, he was somehow affiliated with the Nazis and, like, treason. Well, I mean, for every, uh, for every uh, Augustus, you get a Caligula kind of deal, right? So, well, that's yeah, what you can't great, deal yeah. with. It's not why it's the best, but if you had, as a singular form of government, an altruistic king whose best interests were for the people... You get more shit done, right? You wouldn't. You wouldn't get dealt into this Congress and Senate and right. So hail Trump is what <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Zeke hail Trump. I'm with you, but yeah, it's a, it's a huge risk. It's a huge risk, and like, yeah, like right, you get a Nero who burned the fucking city down. Or our current politicians, like they can rip shit up, and it doesn't affect them financially at all. If anything, they'll get rich out of it. Right, yeah, but so. you like, yeah, but if you get like somebody that's like actually looking out for the people, and you can get actually shit done, an altruistic king or queen would be your best form of demo- would be your best form of government. But that's what it gets to with Socrates is he's from Athens, the birthplace of democracy. Thirty people voted in ruling this society. And then they get beaten by the Spartans, and he's like, holy shit, we just got, like, our asses whooped. And uh, the Spartans, because there's no real Greece at this point, getting back to my point of this, not really the cradle or the 
the definitive form of Western civilization when you're not even a state yourself. What's the first place we study in history class? I mean, maybe Egypt before that, and then these guys. Mesopotamia? Yeah, Mesopotamia, yeah. Hammurabi and his code of laws and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, um, so he's found guilty, firstly, of denying the gods, recognized... And he's just, all he's doing is, he's just being an asshole. He's just like, I don't believe in what you believe in. That's all he's doing. Introducing new divinities and secondly, mm-hmm. corrupting the young, which is kind of baloney. Like, that's just throw that in there for anybody. So, by the way, all right, so later in the movie, I think it's Bill mentions that he was convicted of all these things, right? That's 10 years before this actually happens in so, so great timeline. Years, yeah. Something like that, yeah. So, uh, they tell him the future. They tell him his own future. What's going to happen to them? Where did he read it in the book you looked it up in? No, no, no. But so, but Socrates, uh, maybe Socrates doesn't understand because he doesn't speak English. But in their report at the end, Socrates is standing there and they tell him his own fate. They do. And Socrates, but I don't think would actually mess with history. Because when you go back, Socrates is like, I'm not going to leave because if I were to go to Sparta, if I were to go to Persia or go to some other place, all I would do is the same thing and poke holes right, in hold, their form of government. I've been holding this back. All right. But I got nothing for this minute, so we're going to talk about it. I read a theory, or I heard in one of the podcasts I was going to be preparing for this show. Or from me. Or from you. Definitely not you. That the reason that the future is so great in Bill and Ted land, where Rufus lives, that everything is... Oh, this definitely isn't me. That everything is idyllic, and all this stuff is so great, and bowling scores are... That bowling the, future, is, the future is always idyllic. Bowling, bowling scores are down and, and golf scores are up. Not like my microphone. No, otherwise, like, bowling like, scores are up and golf scores are down. All right, that's exactly. Oh, otherwise it'll be hell, right? Yes. Um, is because all of these people in the past learned from Bill and Ted and their ideals and went back in time and changed the, and changed history. So Napoleon becomes a better person because he met Bill and Ted. Socrates becomes a better person because he met Bill and Ted. Abraham Lincoln becomes a better person because he met Bill and Ted. And so history is different. What about Billy the Kid? So the future is different. Billy the Kid mended his ways and and taught Bible school. I don't know. Because he met met Bill and Ted. So that was... These people took it for granted that that was what happened in this movie. That because all these historical figures, Genghis Khan met Bill and Ted, so he treated his people better... And so, and so that's why history, the present, and the future are all idyllic places. Is because Bill and Ted met these historical figures and they went back in time and took the lessons from Bill and Ted of being excellent to each other and partying on dudes. Because that's all they really tell them. And apply that to the past. And that's why history and the future and present are all better places to live. That is deep. I think it's bullshit, though, because it doesn't make any sense. Because the present is still the 1989 that I know and love with malls and... Jocks and nerds and cheerleaders and everything's the same. They don't seem to change the present. So why would be why would the past have changed if the present doesn't change at all? We don't see the reflection of that in this movie. We see the reflection of that. Right, yeah, we don't we don't see past the, the current movement. Like at the end of this movie, don't they all go back to their time? They all go back to the time and according to this theory, they pass the lessons they learned from Bill and Right, so we wouldn't see so Napoleon that. becomes a different person. So he, he becomes he, less than an antichrist. <laughs> yeah, little, a slightly less than an antichrist is where is that that's the level he's at. Joan of Arc or whatever we changes have, our ways and becomes excellent to the English or something. And parties on with him, dude. 
I don't know. Joan of Arc is the most nobelic figure in the movie, but I mean... Is she? Yes. We'll get to her, but let's save that. Alright, uh, yeah, I mean, she's definitely better than Lincoln, who is history's greatest monster, but okay, yeah, alright. Monster? Well, uh, you a yeah, slavery dep- fan? Yeah, what, it depends on what you're gonna, like, you kind of use as your monikers here, but, um, I don't know. I'm anti-Lincoln, people. Let's bring it on. Napoleon, much better citizen than uh, than Lincoln ever was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I think we may need to end on this because that's a full discussion of an episode. Um, I'd say Socrates is probably the noblest of the people they pick up. He never... Billy the Kid's a murderer. What does Socrates do? He's a bum. Yeah, but he, that's a, he's, he's a philosopher like, bum. Have, you know? have you ever met a philosopher that's not a bum? Like... Like what is a philosopher? Name name one name one philosopher that I would think is not a bum. Immanuel Kant. All right. Name another one. A female who maybe wrote novels. Oh, you're right. yeah. Hey, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the ball. Who right also there. thinks that Immanuel Kant is the most evil man in history? Yeah, I know. Ayn Rand. Rand. Okay, yeah, right. I know who you were driving at. We just lost how many fans because I say I like Ayn Rand. Although I think they came up earlier. <laughs> yeah, we've. Yeah. we've uh, I like Ayn Rand. I'm not an objectivist anymore, but I still like Ayn Rand. Okay. Well, you're still moving to the free state when it gets set up. It's it's there already. It's a little bit there. But, but asking questions is it. That's, a, that's what moves us forward. That's the foundation of knowledge and science. And the Western yeah. civilization, apparently. That's like Francis Bacon science shit, man. Right. That's like what it's all about. Do you yeah. think Francis Bacon like That's like scallops? Finding, yeah, or is that... <laughs> we got bacon wrapped scallops this uh, this week. Oh, and it smells yeah. delicious in the room, too. Rocky like doesn't eat scallops. What a fucking maniac, dude. What, you don't eat shellfish of any kind. What about shrimp? I told you, I can handle... I eat shrimp. Is I, it an allergic thing, or do you just don't like the taste? No, I don't, I don't, I, I have a, <clears throat> it's a hard thing to describe. I'll eat shrimp, crab, lobster. Other than that, if it comes out of a shell, I'm not touching it. What about your wife's clam? <laughs> if I had the opportunity to, maybe. Are you eating that but, or are you going Uncle Junior on that? Are you embarrassed about it or? Yeah, I mean, are you a real man if you do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we're running along. You want to move uh, the IMDb to the next one? Uh, if you want to do it now, we can. It's a short IMDb. I mean, the man does nothing besides uh, his name, and he was in—he was the waiter for me in Scrooge. All right, he has a very manly name. Roy. He looks—he looks like uh, an older version of Larry David. A little bit, yeah. Royal. His name is Tony Steedman. Mm. Is that that's a pretty manly name? Tony number one. Tony, hunky, Tony. Oh. Well, there's a lot of Romans and I mean, there's a lot of Roman blood in Britain. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> Bill Ted is his number one credit. Yeah, exactly. Susan Smith. Uh, he speaks no like words of English in the entire movie. He gets all. Yeah, he's from England. Well, he's Socrates. He shouldn't have to speak English. Does he speak? He's that would he, that would be breaking character. His second thing on he's IMDb, probably never heard English. His second listing on IMDb, I've never heard of. Susan Smith, I've heard of it only because it came up on the Ricky Gervais show. Never heard of it. They were talking about um, Che Guevara and Carl only knew Che Guevara from Robert Lindsay dressed up as Che Guevara in Citizen Smith. 
No idea what you're talking about. Scrooge I know about, and I think I know his scene because he's the head waiter, and it's where Bill Murray sits down with the young exec trying to take his job with the old exec, and he's got the eyeball, he sees in his drink, and Scrooge is an absolute great movie. As is Bill Murray. You people may think I hate all of the old-time greats, but I don't. I love Bill Murray. I find him to be funny. I think he re-rocks... BBC man, like he's a BBC superstar, yeah, and he's Iron Man apparently from some movies in '94. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, was no, it was a cartoon. Yeah, cartoon Justin Hammer. I don't even know who he is. He's Justin Hammer in these Iron Man movies. Justin Hammer's uh, and, Sam Rockwell plays him in the new movies. But then there's a bunch of BBC bullshit that nobody here will ever heard about, unless you're in England. And you're Coronation listening to this. Street. Nope, don't know it. And I like British shit. Uh, all right, so things that stood out to me were interesting. Number one, 1964 Joan of Arc miniseries. Joan of Arc. Oh, We've got multiple people playing multiple roles in different iterations. 1972 plays Marshal Duval, Napoleon's right-hand man, man in War and Peace. So we may have actually seen in the movie earlier when Napoleon was talking to his I thought that was, I said that was Grand Marshal Ney, so uh, we're going to stick to that. Okay. Duval's right there was number two, number two, type of, number 1A and 1B, right? The A-team. Got to be in the A-team. If you were acting in the 80s, you had to be in the A-team. He was in the A-team? He was in the A-team. He was in My Two Dads, an episode of My Two Dads. Paul Reiser. Oh, I Hanging out with Paul Reiser. Scrooged. Paul Reiser's not in Scrooge. No, Paul Reiser's in My Two Dads. Right. Yeah. And then he's in, like... uh, There was a new sentence, then I said Scrooged. uh, He was in Diner, and then Paul Reiser... He was in Diner? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, no, no, good. Paul Reiser oh, yeah, was yeah, in yeah. Diner. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Diner. It's Gutenberg. That's our boy Gutenberg. Goots. Yeah. And I and it's Baltimore, where I was born, right outside of. That's Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like it. I like it's one of those ones you try to like. That's where like, the popcorn, dick in the popcorn, yeah, 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 comes yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mickey Rourke. You would never his... be able to do that today, but yeah. Yeah. No, you shouldn't be able to do that ever. Okay, like. How's that? If the dick, you know that you're familiar with this movie, Royal? You, you wouldn't be able to put it in a movie. It was never like it was you social. You cut the bottom out of a popcorn thing and you put your dick through it, and then the girl's reaching for popcorn, but she's really, then she touches your dick. You're I've seen that with pizza. I've seen that. <laughs> they call it big sausage pizza. I believe that's a. Large porn sausage, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a porn genre. I like the move, though. <laughs> It's a good one. Mickey Rourke does it, and, and she, and then he ends up talking. I hope her. my wife, my wife they isn't listening, because this might happen tonight. <laughs> yeah, they get together, don't they? Yeah, the girl's yeah. like all offended, and then he talks to her. Yeah, because, I do it. Because he's yeah. Mickey Rourke, nineteen seventy-five. He looks great. Yeah, yeah like nineteen eighty-two, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, She's gonna have to reach deep to get that. But so. <laughs> Socrates isn't in that movie, is he? No. No, uh, he's not, but somehow we got him to Paul Reiser. All right, he's so. into, uh, he's in uh, Golden Girls episode, 227 episode. Oh, we already talked about this privately on who your Golden Girls are. Oh, uh, all right, yeah, who would you bang Golden Girls wise? I think we all had the number one first one. Blanche is number yeah, one? Yeah, obviously. Then uh, Rose is uh, Betty White. Yeah, Maud's Ma- back then. No, no, Maud's last. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, Maud is always last. She's below... It's in room two of them. Are, I think Betty White's the only one alive. So the other three are corpses. Would you rather bone a corpse or Betty White? No, well, yeah. I'm, uh, let me think about it. Estelle Getty might be alive. I uh, Estelle Getty is way above Maud. I'm never touching Dorothy shit, or yeah. Maud. Uh, gone but not forgotten. Yeah, Right on my screen is, is a picture of uh, Blanche. She's on the IMDb page of... Uh, of this, uh, Ruben Clanahan's number one on the list. Gone Do you know they have a cereal, though? 
I didn't see. I saw the cereal came out. I'm more interested in the hot slut sauce that was Blanche's hot sauce brand. That was the other thing. I can't believe that was a show that I watched like every Friday night or whatever night it was. What night was that show on? Saturday? I think it was a Thursday. No, it might have been a Saturday show. You can't believe it because you watched it or because you beat off to it? It's a good show, dude. It holds up. And they they go after modern issues. You're answering the question. I still can't believe it because I watched that show. Then I went back to watch Maud. And oh my God, did I hate Maud. Maud sucks. Maud has an abortion. Oh, that was a big thing. Yeah, it was a big episode. I watched it. I watched all these 70 shows, but I hated Maud. I didn't like it. This is funny trivia. These are only two points of trivia he had. He was the first choice for the president in Doctor Who 1963, The Caves of Anranzani, but David Neal was cast instead. Okay, interesting fact. He wasn't cast for a role. His other trivia... Oh, but who gives... Again, we've... Exactly. We've, it's weird trivia. So, and the other one is, was considered to play Professor Watson in Doctor Who, The Hand of Fear, Part 2, 1976, but Glenn Houston was hired instead. So who he lost out two Doctor Who roles, and that's his biggest Yeah, moment? exactly. That's crazy, right? When that was some shit, when nobody even knew who the fuck Doctor Who was, besides if you lived in England. Yeah, I agree. Uh, or you watch PBS right after Are You Being Served? Like, there's no... Yeah. Yeah, it was Monty Python? Or not Monty Python, but uh, who's the other guy? I don't know, but he doesn't... The, uh, the guy that ran with a bunch of naked chicks. Who was that? that? Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Benny Hill was on PBS. Was that like going after that? Because I watched... Benny that. Hill was on PBS, really? Benny Hill was on some channel in the States, and I saw it. I don't know. But um, he's in a Dookie episode. Dookie's Wager, 1991. He played Father. Oh, oh Dookie Hauser? He was in a three-part Married with Children arc where they went to England. England show one, England show two, and England show three. That might be a special episode we have to watch. For our hiatus episodes, the yeah, Married with Children England arc. You can get us on that one because we'll then meet up with Tony Steven. But as for it, man, it doesn't matter for shit. He doesn't look Greek to me either. He doesn't. He looks British. All right, we're thirty. Greeks are much more swarthy. We're at like thirty minutes, maybe twenty-five of edits. Uh, do you want to do a game this week or a minute next minute? I can. I'll what's do your, half. We'll do half. What, the, half this, your, half next. What's the game? The game is name that Keanu movie where I name actors and the first one to win, guess wins. All right. Tank Girl. He's not in that movie, is he? Uh-huh. All right. She so, was in one of the other movies that we mentioned. All right. So here you go. I'm going to name an actor. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Ooh, I know who he is. He's a African-American gentleman. He was in commercials. He was in... He was in that Sprite commercial, I think, right? Yeah. The Sprite commercial. And what... Can you give me a hint? I can give you the next name on the list. Yeah. John Favreau. John Favreau. You have seen this movie. Swingers. Yeah. No. Keanu's not in Swingers. It's been on... This movie's a TBS hot one. There's one actor... Con Air? No. He's not Nicolas Cage. That's right. Man, I don't want to name him. Give me another. The, the, that football movie. Oh, The Replacements. That is correct. The next name I was going to name was Gene Hackman. Yeah. Wow. Dude, this microphone has fallen over three times. I gotta, that was we're going to some weight shit. balance here. That fuck shit up? Yeah, uh, that'll be cut out. Um, all right, that was a good. Yeah, absolutely. Brooke Langdon. I don't know who that is, but she's the third building girl in the movie. Who's that? Who is she? She's not recognizable at all. All right, so the next movie. The next movie is. Do, 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 do. Who won that? Dude, was that a, was that a simultaneous? The replacement. Yeah, I think we both got that one. So nobody has to get spanked. 
Nope. No, sp- no, no spankings tonight. All right. This is my go-to acid movie. This is my go-to acid movie. Uh, Rory Cochran, Slater from Dazed and Confused. He's also Ooh. in Empire Matrix. No. I love the name Rory, an Irish king. I was debating if Emma would have been a boy, she probably would have been named Rory. This is going to be a tough one. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Next one. Woody Harrelson. Oh, Keanu and Woody were in the same movie? I got bigger names. Kingpin? No. I got bigger names coming up, too. Woody's... Uh, Keanu definitely boned her at some point. Winona Ryder. Winona... Beetlejuice. Ryder. Not correct. Uh, I got a big name. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Natural Born Killers. Keanu's not in Natural Born Killers. Um... The detective? Well, summer school. It is a Richard Linkletter production. Wow. I don't know. Based on a Philip K. Dick novel? Oh, here we go. Now you're getting kind of low. I don't know that This I've is one of my go-to. I, if I take mushrooms, I'm watching this movie. Probably late at night by myself, because no one else is going to watch it. Get, you got to give me something more. I don't know what this... You mean, guys aren't going to guess it. The movie is a scanner darkly. Oh, it's, I've seen this movie. It's fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's, never heard of it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Keanu was Spank in it. it. Yep. Oh, there's your spanking. Well, Keanu was in the scanner darkly? He was the main guy. He's Richard Arctor or whatever his name is. He's the main dude. And now it's Philip K. Dick. And that, but it's Philip K. Dick. All right, this one's going to be a little tougher. Well, than not than that. Uh, you guys have probably seen this. Uh, familiar friend, John Favreau. John Favreau. Swingers. No. Already didn't get Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man. Amanda Peets. Amanda Peets. Amanda Peets. Igby goes down. The movie's from 2003. Igby goes down. Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Fargo. No. Director Nancy Myers is going to help you too. It would help some people, not you two. No, I'm not watching some movie directed by a woman. Nancy Myers, is, she's pretty famous for directing type certain type of romantic comedy. And see no man. Mr. November. Oh, uh, he was in a movie named November something, but this is that wasn't Mr. November. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Bones Keanu in this movie, I believe. What? Not like off set, on set, but I'm saying in the movie... I think one of the um, the story plots. I is have no idea where you're, where the dead bones. So Annie Hall had sex Let's do with a movie Ted. Which people have heard of. Yes, Annie Hall had sex with Ted in this movie. You're saying Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson is the star of this movie. Batman. <laughs> no, it's um, for a few good men. No, uh, it's called uh, Something's Gotta Give. You guys have seen this. I've seen Something's Gotta Give. Yeah, you've seen it. I've never heard of it. All right, let's see. I got, the, I got one. I think you guys have definitely seen and heard. Matrix. Have seen. I mean, let's get to some real movies. <laughs> seen and heard of this. Okay. Um, Alan Ruck. I don't even know who that I is. Already did this one. Fuck. All right, Alan. Replacements. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Big I know who Jeff Daniels is. The funny thing is, if I tell you who Alan Ruck is, you know it right away. Yeah. I believe that's how this went the last time I did this. It's one. Dumb and Dumber. Joe Morton. The man and the squid. Jonah, Jonah and the whale. Uh, Cleveland pitcher Carlos Carrasco is in this movie. Major oh League Two. This this is gone. Sandra Bullock. Speed Tank girl. Speed. I'm doing you speed. I said Cameron Rock was Cameron, and you're like speed. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, I think I got one more. One more, one more, one more. This is going over like a lead balloon. This is, uh, the name of this movie is Lead Balloon. You blew it. <laughs> all right, this movie you have all seen. Is it a Simpsons episode? It is not a season. Is he in a Keanu's never No, he's never not. Been they know about it. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh. He put, in this movie, he, he was called Leaf Phoenix, though. Oh, it's early. It's early. Was Joaquin mean Leaf in like Spanish or something? Pass. I don't know. In Latin? That's not Latin. I never realized it was him in this movie. Shit, it is him. Wow. Well, you, you're just I've long- seen this movie a thousand times and I never even realized that. Oh, shit, yeah. Martha Plimpton. Jason Robards. All right, you're going to have to be more specific with these people. <laughs> you, you, you pick your very obscure movies. I know who both these people are. Okay, I believe I know right, the name one. Diane Weist. Okay, like, <laughs> who are these Point people break. in movies? Yeah. <laughs> Point break. Oh, God. Nope. Um, uh, Dennis Dugan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is, can you, how about a uh, quick synopsis of the movie? Uh, no. Uh, how about Rick Moranis? You know who that is? Oh, I Fuck know. you. I said, I, I didn't realize that Keanu was in one of the police academies. Police Academy 4. Rick Moranis isn't in a police academy movie. What? Which police academy is Rick Moranis in? Sweet Chuck? Sweet Chuck? He's not Sweet Chuck. Who the fuck Sweet Chuck? That's not Rick Moranis? Police Academy? Dude, What? Wow, I have no... The word police does not show up on his IMDb. I page, am now, so. like, way off of this movie. Mary Steenburgen, you know who that is? She's married to Ted Danson. She's married to Doc Brown, in my heart, okay? Okay, yeah. How about your favorite boy, Steve Martin? Whoa. Is this Cyrano the Bergerac movie? What is this? I don't... I... <sighs> you guys have seen this. The movie's from 1989... Same year as our movie. There's a popular television show based on this movie. I don't know how popular it is. L.A. Law. Parenthood? Parenthood. Keanu's hooked up with... He gets Keanu was in Parenthood? Oh, hooked... don't tell me you didn't know that. Insert clip from Parenthood here where he talks about how being a father is not optional or whatever. It's great. It's a great right. clip, man. Yeah. I guess a boy Gary's age really needs a man around. Yeah. Well... Mm. Depends on the man. I had a man around. He used to wake me up in the morning by flicking lit cigarettes at my head. Hey, asshole, get up and make me breakfast. You know, Miss Buckman, you need a license to buy a dog or drive a car. Hell, you need a license to catch a fish. But don't let any butt-leaming asshole be a father. All right. Can we wrap this fucking yeah, this, thing up? Yeah, this whole thing is dragging. And with that, be excellent to each other, guys. Party on, dudes!